Hello, 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 hello. So my mind is a little bit preoccupied this morning. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. So I want to talk about something that has been of utmost importance in my mind. And it's like, it's almost as if everybody I've been meeting of late is having to say the same thing in different types of ways, some type of ways, having to use different kind of English and polite ways to tell them you're lazy. So today I just want to say, talk about laziness and want to tell us that seriously, there are some signs and symptoms in our lives that we should know that is enough to tell us that there's a lot of laziness attached to it. So we all want to become, last time I spoke about the whole concept of uh, productivity and how people are unproductive and yet they conveniently, especially for those of us who are Christians or other religions, we blame Allah, we blame God, we blame, there's a lot of prophecies that have gone forth. This is what it, how it's supposed to be, but it's not coming to be. Mainly the reasons why things don't come out and become the way they're supposed to be is because you're not doing your own part of it. Because if you're a Christian like I am, we know that God is faithful he's consistent in all he does he will not leave nor he will not forsake us so it's not because he has failed because scripture also tells us he's not a man that he should lie not the son of man that he should repent which means he's consistent on his own part he would always show up the problem is that you're not showing up to do your own part of it so that's what i want to talk about today laziness so i took the liberty of um looking at uh the dictionary so i want to read for you directly from the dictionary what uh, laziness is um, all about so laziness is the act of not doing anything that's from one dictionary here i don't necessarily know the name uh but there's one that i would like to yes that i really loved yes it says unwilling to work or use energy and said, how do you describe a person who is lazy if somebody is lazy they do not want to work or make any effort to do anything. Lazy example. Lazy and incompetent police officers are letting public the public down. Synonyms of laziness. We have idle, inactive, indolent, slack. Right? So the question is that, what is it that makes us lazy? And I was able to narrow it down to a few things that make us lazy here you really don't want to do the thing in the first place hence you're lazy which means that there's a need for you to do this because yes your sense of livelihood is attached to this this is what you need to do so that you can get to work but simply because it doesn't you don't really want to do it and mostly because you don't like it or the effort to put in it you're lacking in it therefore you don't want to do it hence you apply laziness and we begin to give excuses why we don't do the things we're supposed to do the time you're supposed to do it and then the expectations of what you can accomplish you do realize that most people who sit down and tell you how it is supposed to be done and the way it can be done, if it were them, they would do it like this. If it were them, it were them, it were them. And as I'm talking about this, if it were them, I just remember the fact that you meet, as you say, every African parent tells you he was the best student in his class in, in high school. He was the best student if he were there. And Or if you want to go check out that thing, you go, go to a football field and look at how they're talking about ah he would have kicked this ball like this he would have done it like this or you go to a a a, a, a where, where they were viewing center and go and see them discussing how the match is supposed to have gone this is how they should have done it you like oh this guy is a disappointment forgetting the fact that while you're discussing the guy is getting paid while you're busy arguing and how he should have done it if you were the one and putting the shoes and you, in fact football is even worse because when you sit down they're watching it and you can see them even shaking their legs wanting to how the man should have kicked the ball how he should have done this how he should have done this so the thing is that you already have expectations of what you can accomplish that defy time and physics both time and physics unreasonable expectations i want to rest now so that if i can stand up within one hour 
I have finished doing. Oh, yes, I was hey, I want to rest because I've been very tired. I'll just rest now. So that if I stand up to cook this food, I will just finish it within 30 minutes. Sharp, 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 and finish. You forgot that there was beans inside the cook and the beans should have been on fire since. That the vegetables need to be cut. For you to cook food like that, you should have been, if you have cut the vegetables, you should have cut, cooked the beans already. You should have made sure that the things are blended and ready. You've read, prepared them already. Then when you come, you can do everything at once. So I'm talking about the process. Laziness is the refusal of accepting that to every accomplishment, there's a process. And that process must be, you must be part of that process. The process will remain there until you choose to participate in the process. Then you can attain the, uh, the accomplishments that you so desire. And then you see that laziness is also trying to do too many things at the same time. Which means that automatically you lack strategy, you lack organization, you're having plenty of things except you're not accomplishing anything. Uh, I want to go to the market. Also, I want to go and see a friend. Also, I want to go and see this person. Also, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. So, you're, so you get overwhelmed by the list of things that you've already planned to do. Eventually not actually doing any of them. So guess what? You just lie down. Like my Nigerian people say, oh man, how can I keep myself? When you've thought of everything that you need to do, you're tired already. So you have to sleep from the tiredness of the thinking of what you need to do. So eventually, you're not actually doing anything. And then there's also the perspective of actually thinking of tasks as too hard. Everything is hard. So for everything that you're, you you only think of the problems of how it's tough and how it's hard, how life is hard, how everything is hard. And guess what? Nigeria is not going to make it any easier for you because it's hard. So we all have wonderful excuses why we're not doing what we're supposed to do because it's so that it looks far-fetched. It looks very hard. Accomplishing it is almost looking like it's, it's, it's an impossibility. So guess what? It will continue to be hard until you decide to break it down to applicable steps, which is all mental work. And guess what? Because you're not willing to do it and because you've assumed it hard and you already have a perspective to it, you already complicate issues. My, I was talking to a friend of mine that day and she told me that she met somebody and the person was saying that this is the problem. She said, no, there are other skills you can learn. You can do this, you can do this. And she was saying for every, she said for every solution she had, the girl had new problems for that solution. So after giving her like 10 different solutions to 10 different problems and she generated 10 more problems. What do you do for the person? You understand that the person is, is, is just completely lazy. He's not willing. It's the lack of willingness. And guess what? We've realized now by these definitions, different definitions, that the lack of willingness itself is laziness. You're being unwilling to do what needs to be done to achieve purpose. It's laziness. It's the way that we've been told. We've been brainwashed that math is very hard. Math is very hard. Math is very hard. It's tough. It's a math problem. It's a math, math is hard. Do you know that if you come from that perspective that math is hard, you know that there's a tendency that everything you see around math is hard. Or for those of us who believe that the computer is not a thing that you should touch, it's the thing that should be viewed. So you, a base, you have a computer, but somehow you find a way to get it. It's not like you're busy, but you, you somehow still go to a business center because you believe that computer, computer. Me, I don't know computer, no computer. No, there's basic skills of computer that you should know as a human being. Oh, my African mothers, as I'm talking about it, I'm actually thinking of my mom. So the question is then, how do I know if I'm lazy? How do you know you're lazy? procrastination on important tasks. Everything, there's a time you, you allocate a future time for it. You cannot do it now. Nothing can be done now. You always allocate future time for the thing. That's laziness. You are very lazy. Number two, you feel tired frequently. You're lazy. Why am I saying you're lazy? If it is not sickness or it's not a health condition that gets you to that point, it means that the truth of the matter is that you have not exercised your body enough for you to be able to accomplish more tasks. So you're always tired, which means you need to stretch yourself more. So, and then number three, I have four things here actually. Number three, if you feel a lack of self-worth easily, 
you want you need to accomplish this but you feel you're too small you feel you're too you, it's actually laziness because guess what I, I don't think it was about you if you need to do it you just get it done it's like i'll keep on saying for every strong woman i saw it online actually it was trending very different women for every strong woman you see that you give accolades to for every strong personality you meet guess what there were situations that did not give them the opportunity they couldn't back out of it there were situations that they did not have a choice so they had to we've learned to enable lazy people by not pushing them to work hard enough then we've learned to accept people as lazy so we accept them. that is how she is she's just not a hard worker we've learned to accommodate these things you accommodate laziness you enable laziness and we give it to temperament we excuse them with temperament notice you you are a choleric person you like doing activities like i've always been told in my life because i'm choleric i like doing plenty of activities i can do a lot of things i'm driven because i'm choleric so therefore the other people temperaments are not supposed to do anything because we excuse give ourselves excuse temperaments that's why i like the fact that uh, tim lahaye wrote the book and, and wrote spirit control temperament is all those things can be be controlled either by spirit or by discipline but it can be controlled there's discipline that can be applied to it to make the difference in that thing to get you out of laziness because people who are lazy don't achieve people who are lazy don't become People who are lazy don't inspire anybody to become anything. Imagine me inspiring you to become a lazy person. I'm lying down from morning to night and I'm hoping to be an inspiration. To who? If people will come and find you in your bedroom to see you as an inspiration, you get out and do the work. The lack of passion is not an excuse for laziness. The lack of passion is an excuse for complacency. Not knowing how to do it is not even enough because guess what? There are people you can ask. Let's assume you don't have a phone, you don't have Google. There are people you can ask. You don't have Apple, you don't have Siri. There are people you can ask to help you understand what you need to do. So, you see, we give ourselves so many valid reasons on a day-to-day basis why we should not do what we need to do. And guess what? Today, I'm here to announce to you with just joy and gladness that you are lazy. And if you get distracted easily, ha! The truth of the matter is that you didn't want to do it. So you were looking for anything else would be more attractive than that thing that you're supposed to do. is laziness. So, as I'm saying it, I hope to God you're self-evaluating yourself to understand that uh, you could actually be lazy without realizing that you are lazy. And if you are there, please wake up. It's time for us to wake up from this slumber so that we can start becoming achievers and more purpose-driven people. And I'm talking to this laziness I'm addressing is as a, a, a deterrent of purpose too. Why would you not do what you're supposed to do? And then I, you know, we 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 easily assume that this laziness is only activity, right? I'm here to give you that there are plenty of types of laziness. I was researching on the topic of laziness, and I realized that there are plenty of types of laziness that is obtainable, but you have to come and choose the one that uh, works for you, right? Different types of laziness, and uh, some of them they said they are physical laziness, mental laziness extensional laziness, spiritual laziness. But I want to narrow them down today. I want to talk about three. Physical laziness, mental laziness, and spiritual laziness. There's a force that drives, there's an invisible force that drives everybody. And I'll start with spiritual because I'm a very spiritual person. Oh, I love the Lord. And when I say I love the Lord, it's my own Lord. It can be any, if it's Allah that works for you, it's work for you. For those of you who believe in the universe, it works for you. Fine. I, I personally believe in the Lord. 
by that I mean I'm a Christian and I'm an actually true believer in every sense of the word. So that is what I'm, I'm referring to. So because I understand that there's a type, there's a there's a way you harness all of that to also work for you. There's a force that grows people in different ways that controls things. There's the invisible hand. There's the invisible hand that makes everything work around you so you're going to have to be able to harness that and everybody has the one that works for him so for me i know that i don't do anything i i take time to discuss with the lord to have i enjoy speaking with my father abba is my father we have conversations he instructs me he guides me he pushes me and in this i title it priesthood I, I grow my priesthood to be able to sustain whatever growth I will grow. Where I gain encouragement, it gives me hope. It helps me to grow myself into what I need to go because I have the full picture. And you remember when we started this purpose series, I mentioned the fact that purpose comes from you knowing what you were created for. And you cannot know what you were created for if you do not have a creator. And for whatever you believe that your existence came from, it means that what you have to, the light that came from wherever, whether it came from light or it's from evolution, at least you know that you're supposed to do impact, right? As a Christian, I know that I go back to God. And um, I find out why I was created in the first place, the reasons from, reason for my existence and what I need to do to be able to impact my generation at a time as this. So therefore, I keep checking to know that I'm in tandem with what God has ordained for me, the preordained templates that I'm supposed to follow through. And guess what? I impact, I grow daily. But you see, people are saying that I, you're called to this. You've not, you're, you don't even, the Bible says that where people are quoting, you're not even sure of it. You don't even know where to quote. You don't know where scripture. So in frustration, you don't know where to turn to. In hopelessness, you don't know where to turn to. In depression, you have nothing to turn for. Well, then what is your anchor? Your priesthood, that I'm talking about spiritual laziness now, your priesthood should be your anchor. And when I mean priesthood, I mean your, the, your place of communication with the superior being that you believe in. That should be your anchor in time of failures, in time of hopelessness, in times of frustration, all of that put together. There should be something that I can hold on to, that I lean on every time. Two, let's talk about physical laziness. The unwillingness to actually do any hard work. You know there's a place for hard work. You don't want to work for anybody because you're lazy. You don't want to work for anybody. You don't want to do 9 to 5. Then even as an entrepreneur, you don't even have the discipline because you've not even learned the discipline of hard work yet. So you don't even have the discipline to transfer into your daily work. And in that, it, it results to what? Procrastination. It results to what? Inconsistency. It results to what? Can I go on? The list goes on and on and on. Lack of professionalism. It, it, it reflects itself in everything the lack of discipline so guess what hard work structure in a household structure the household structure that our parents built for us in the house that uh, helps us to function from the daily chores that you're supposed to accomplish your tasks and for those of you i went to an ace you set goals every day to help you achieve all of those inculcate the habit of discipline in your life so there's a structure that helps you achieve your goals on a daily basis. So you set goals. If you know that you have this tendency, what do you do? You begin to set goals. Breaking your big dream down to goals, achievable goals. The one I can achieve in one day. The one I can achieve in one week. The one I can achieve in one month. The one I can achieve in a year. Then my two-year plan, my three-year plan. You get to my five-year plan, my ten-year plan. 
and you're being to do that so and that's you being able to counter it with more with discipline and learning counter it with setting goals and being making sure that you hold yourself accountable to them but not just that but also with inculcating in you the ability the, the discipline to be able to follow the structure that you're creating for yourself nothing thrives without a structure whether we like it or not nothing thrives without a structure so i've spoken about physical then mental god have mercy i've just discovered that a lot of people don't think do you know that thinking is a skill we don't think we're just waiting for people to tell us so you see somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur and doesn't think so i'm wondering how is he working because if he's somebody that is coming to tell you what to do as an entrepreneur this problem I you're going to have to learn to thinking is a skill that every human being should have should imbibe thinking of okay this action that i'm taking your ability to think ahead a step ahead to be able to actually run a feasibility study for your actions this step that i'm about to take a feasible how will it pan out find probabilities to that same thought and okay okay these are the pitfalls in it how do i handle it that's how to be an entrepreneur but we want lack of productivity has taught you that you are supposed to be an entrepreneur i don't want to do anything you want to do you're not cut out for eight to five you're not cut out for nine to five so what are you cut out for hunger you're cut out for what and you know this laziness now i want to narrow it down to the woman because we are total woman podcast are very concerned about the woman this lack of thinking we have girls that are not taught to think then we have ladies that are not thinking because they just follow what society tells them from the girl who is not taught to think because she's not supposed to say anything especially in this african culture of ours you're not taught to say anything you're not you're not supposed to be heard you're just supposed to be experienced by that i mean you're supposed to cook food and give people but you don't your opinion doesn't count you're supposed to sweep the place you experience the place should be neat the place should be clean food should be on the table children should be set everything everything around chores should be done but you should be experienced but you should not be heard so you ha don't have an opinion so we're not supposed to talk we're not supposed to think especially in this african side that we belong to you're not supposed to talk you're not supposed to think for yourself you're supposed to just be an accessory but an accessory that gets things done behind the screen with no accolades that's one then that child grows up because the structure no keep quiet you're not listening so we have mothers who don't listen to their children to their daughters so the children grow up to become daughters who don't listen is only what they are saying and where are they getting where are they getting the where are they getting informed with those structures that they try to impose on children is from society from tradition from the church religion so all of those things are not necessarily telling you what you need to do so you're just following the status quo so you're not thinking nothing defies the status quo so the status quo has taught you that society is that when a girl is, is in secondary school her guard her gently she's not supposed to go anywhere she's not supposed to say anything from school to home home is just then do that don't disturb the parents the parents are working hard to pay for your school fees you go to the university then you're going to learn choice or a choice that is lucrative you're going to you did even the course of choice is supposed to be according to the standard of what you're supposed to is going to give you money so that you know so even the cost of study is supposed to be what will be able to get you a job in the government establishment so you're supposed to read something that can be lucrative so that when you finish you get a job when you don't get a job hey there's a job you're looking for one person here a job so you spend most of your day looking for a job nothing is telling you that you can actually be an entrepreneur nothing is challenging you enough to do something to follow go step out of this status quo no you're supposed to do that is what you're supposed to do look for a job after which you get to that age you're getting 23 24 25 they're wondering why you're not in a relationship meanwhile your mother drummed it in your head not to have a relationship so every relationship you had when you snuck the relationship into existence and then now you are now having to 
go and look for a man because it's time to get married. 25. Don't get too old. You need to grow old with your children. You start life early. So you see, it's what society is telling you, religion is telling you, and you're not supposed to do anything to divide religion. And it depends on whichever religion you believe in. If you're a household woman, there's a, there are restrictions to it. If you're a Christian, you're a Christian. It depends on whether you're a Pentecostal, you're Orthodox. Do you understand? You're the cultural churches, our Aladura. You, it depends on what you're believing. You believe in that works for you. If you're a pagan, there's the strict rules. And so is even the religion is even the worst one because it restricts you on so many sides. So you're not, nothing allows you to think. So everything, the structure around you that is not created by you and that don't help you allow uh, uh, align to it is just made to choke you to the point whereby you're you're not giving the opportunity to learn to think, to cultivate the habit of thinking, to want to see whether, okay, does this work for you or not? To discover your needs, to discover what you want, to be able to cater for your needs and be able to chart a course for yourself. No, uh -uh, it's not part of it. It's not obtainable. And especially when you're a woman, hoo, hoo, hoo. you marry, then you, the next thing is you find a man to marry. Then you don't necessarily have to be happy. The man, the criteria for you to look for the man that you're going to marry is the one who can take care of you. Yes, because they'll tell you that there's, it's not love, it's hunger. Hunger deals with love. It's, it's not love. You shouldn't be looking for love. So after that, you have to go back to the drawing board again. After And worst of all, you marry and then you have fertility issues. No, it's not like that. Now they take you for deliverance or they take you for a... Uh, wherever you're going to go every fertility hub person that suddenly knows what every doctor that is on the streets because what as a married woman you should have children how can you what differentiates you from other women outside are you a man did you marry a man you know so expectations of society are so much that are rammed down your throat and so to silence the noise that's why we should teach children to think from early life what do you want cultivate the habit of thinking hear them out Hear them out, especially this girl child. Hear them out. Not everybody. Marriage is not for everybody. Children is not for everybody. Eh? Let's think, process it, and see what works for you. And worst of all, take lead them to the source. Whatever your source is, lead them to it. I, of course, recommend Christianity because that's what I, I practice and that's what works for me. But recommend something that they work with it from that point of view. So they also find themselves. So your identity is so muddled up that you don't know. So you, you, you are living somebody else's dream. You're living somebody else's expectation. You're trying. So basically we exist just to not get anybody to say anything ill about you. You're just existing just to be able, trying very hard to silence the noise around you, to be able to function. So at what point do you start actually living for you? You've lived for your parents. You've lived for your society. You've lived for your church. You've lived for your... Um, whoever it is that is very important in your life when you finish living their own lives when are you supposed to start living your own life oh like scripture tells us that you should serve the lord your god in the days of your youth see that's a whole other thing again so at what point do you start living for yourself and actually doing what you're supposed to do your thoughts that when you get married you're supposed to lost inside man is all about it your thoughts that when you get children, you lost inside the, the children. So the problem is that the inconsistency, are you supposed to get lost in the man or get lost in the children? And then the question is, when you're lost, who is supposed to help the people? You're supposed to lead children. My Bible tells me that the purpose of marriage is for godly seed. So if I'm lost in them, who is supposed to bring them in the godly seed? Because the same scripture tells me, train up a child in the way you should go, that when you should go, he does not depart from it. Sorry, I can only speak about Christian christianity right now because i don't i don't i can't quote quran i don't know it enough 
but this one it says so i can believe that it there's always also things that is said in the quran there are also things that are said in whatever other bylaws of whatever society you belong to so if i'm lost in the man then i'm supposed to be lost in the children so who am i supposed to be lost in exactly the man or the children so if it's the man then who takes care of the children then if it's the children then who, who what do i teach them how do i train them up in what because i'm lost and i hope to god that you know all of these things we're saying that the scales begin to fall off your eyes and you begin to understand that there's more to it so i think we should first of all identify what is my own deterrent of purpose and in this self-evaluate with the spectrum in using the spectrum of laziness am i lazy one am i an enabler of laziness am i a supporter of laziness because whichever one is a deterrent to you which means that if you're a supporter it means that you have a tendency to help enable people to support people to push people into laziness if you are an enabler you have a, you accommodate a lot of laziness which means that you end up being a very overworked person because you have to cover up for everybody's lapses in that organization or you yourself you're the problem whichever way is not healthy the whole idea is to inspire you enough to live a purposeful life and evaluate yourself self check think self check so ps thinking a skill to be developed please do so as you evaluate yourself we'd love to hear feedback from you on our social media platforms the total woman podcast on instagram on facebook we'd love to hear feedback on you when you self evaluated yourself what did you discover about yourself are you lazy are you supporter of laziness or are you an enabler of laziness please reach out to us we'd really love to hear from you i'm really passionate about this i would really love to see each and every one of us nurtured to full potential that's my passion in life that's what i why i do what i need to do i'm doing now because i feel it's a need for us to do to have those conversations that should be on the table not under the table those things that we keep pushing away as if that we are shy we don't want to offend people i'm here to offend people just as long as it pushes you to do what you need to do so i'll be waiting to hear feedback even it's just to insult me waiting to hear feedback on our social media platforms at least it means that i've spurred an emotion in you if you're insulting me but please don't thank you waiting to hear feedback from you from us on our social media platforms again total woman podcast facebook and on instagram peace out bye